Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. It's Thursday already. You can smell the weekend from here. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I have two possible general managers. One, 20th century retirement plans. All right. Which are... That's the last like a lot of things in the 20th century. They're just they're not so good anymore. That'd be the pri- previous century to the one I live in, correct? That's a, it's so 20th century. Yeah. The second possible general manager, Jack, and I'll leave the selection up to you. Say goodbye to pandemic puppies. Say hello to inflation chickens. <laughs> I don't I have a guess what the second one is. Pandemic. Hey, big finish on the music here, Michael. Big finish. Whoa, here we go. Woo! Uh, were people getting puppies during the pandemic? Because they oh, were home. Like crazy. Yeah. God, what a terrible yeah. idea. Pandemic dogs. Oh, yeah. Do not. Yeah. Get your a- lifestyle section of all your, uh, your big uh, websites have like every six weeks an article on uh, how to find care for your pandemic dog now that you're back in the office. Don't ever get a dog or give a dog on a whim. It's a major lifestyle adjustment. He ought to know that. But anyway. Likewise, um, inflation chickens. So <laughs> I assume that's just you have your own chickens to lay eggs. Yeah. Like we have chickens at the farm and they lay lots of eggs more than you can eat. You, they, they, they stay ahead of you if you have very many chickens at all. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Chicken, I, mean, I don't pay attention to my groceries. An egg is like $10 a piece. A dozen eggs is $120. <laughs> roughly, is that right? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm a guy who probably uh, you could talk me into eating, say, half a dozen eggs a week. 
Maybe eight. More than that is just, I don't want eggs every freaking day. I feel like I need to up my egg game. I heard this just the other day that a lot of people, that's where they get all their protein instead of eating red meat and stuff like that. And uh, I need it's to a up fantastic my, food. I need to up my egg game. More eggs. You remember during some period when the government was being bribed by the sugar lobby or the or big cereal or something, they were trying to convince us eggs were no good for us. Right. right. They had cholesterol in them. I tell you what. Science, just keep your mouth shut till you know what you're talking about. Right, 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 right. So, uh, yeah, my but mom so and anyway, dad, who wanted, us, who wanted us to grow up eating, like, bacon and eggs for breakfast, were told by the government that's a horrible thing to do for your children. No, no, no. Frosted flakes. That's the healthy start to your day. Lots of carbs, lots of sugar. Make <laughs> your kid grow up big and strong. <laughs> Uh, so now, as a guy who's willing to consider eating six to eight eggs a week, that's how uh, many chickens do I need? Oh, for that? Yeah. Jeez, maybe one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not not very many. I mean, obviously, you'd have to. You couldn't like eat the first one that the, the hen laid because you wouldn't have you know enough. I mean, you can't like squeeze it or yell at it if you want two eggs this morning and it's only laid hey! one. So I don't. I've never raised chickens, but I'm guessing. I'm I guessing. need another egg, you damn chicken! Hurry up! What the hell? But once you build up a buffer, if you will, of half a dozen eggs, I'd imagine you could, you yeah. know, have two eggs pretty much any morning you wanted, huh? We got a dog that eats. He's a dirty egg sucking dog. Eats eggs all the time. And he's so fat. He's the fattest dog you've ever seen. <laughs> eats nothing but eggs. That's not good. No, it's not. Um. Two important stories, news stories, that we should mention. We'll probably talk more about later. We are getting access to four more military bases in the Philippines to be ready to go to war with China. That seems like a really big deal. Yeah, I've got a little A-B for you, as a matter of fact. That story about the Philippines and then the fact that we're competing like crazy with China uh, to, to hold sway in Indonesia, which is a critically important and huge country to be allied with. Um, and just uh, the purpose of my approach to it was going to be, this, look, this is what foreign relations is. It's not trading shining ideals and, and convincing people of the, the, the rightness of freedom. No, it's freaking bribes and threats. Bribes and threats. The old b t That's what it is. Exactly. Wake up. Did you watch Tucker Carlson last night? I watched the first chunk of it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a growing thing right now. So Tucker is hardcore. Look, Trump is not a go to war guy. He's not a neocon. He's a we don't need to be involved in wars around the the the, the world guy. And all these other politicians are. And here's what you need to know. And I just uh, looking at the polling and the, the 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 dropping approval for sending arms and stuff to Ukraine. That could be that could emerge as a giant issue that separates candidates uh for running for the republican nomination like huge like the determining factor if trump Hmm. is the loan we need to lay off on ukraine none of our business and there's 40 percent of republicans that agree with that which it seems to be somewhere between 40 and 50 percent of republicans agree with that right now Um, they're at least pretty skeptical and trump's the only candidate doing that holy cow you know, it doesn't feel that big to me right now, but uh, you're right. It absolutely is. It's one of those uh, up and comers. Oh boy, and and that would be that would be a tough one. I mean, that would separate people. That would separate people. That's not a 
That's not a difficult to understand minor issue about some sort of, you know, uh, they all have different versions of uh, of uh, around the margins of this or that, where they're all more or less the same. That would be a very clear cut distinction. And I think Trump's going to have that lane to himself. So, um, you know, in the Tucker crowd, that is the number one cable news show in America. And keeping in mind that nobody watches cable news statistically, nobody watches. I mean, it's basically right. zero. Um, uh, but but he has the biggest crowd for cable news, and he's hardcore. We shouldn't be in Ukraine. I don't agree with that at all, personally. But uh, there is a crowd for that, and it's growing according to the polls that were out last week. So that's that's worth keeping an eye on. Well, yeah, at the very least, there's a uh, skeptical crowd. There's a crowd that wants to make sure we're doing the right thing. We're not squandering our money and, and you know, we're not going to get into a nuclear war with Russia. I think that's quite unlikely at this point. But, uh, you know, there are a lot of things that are quite unlikely that you want to uh, avoid every way you can. Uh, we should start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. And it is already Thursday, February the 2nd, the year 2023. No donuts for me in 23. We are Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. Let's begin officially then. According to FCC rules and regulations, the program begins at mark. This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. Sounds like they used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out and they used to eat it. You're hypocrites. All of you. <laughs> from the great movie Groundhog Day, which I watched with my kids last night. And I've dug up some of my favorite writings about the movie, as there have been thousands of sermons, college-level lectures, and even some short books written about the movie Groundhog Day. It's one of the most influential movies of the last... It's a silly comedy about a dopey festival in Pennsylvania. I was mentioning this to a friend of mine who said, a Bill Murray movie? Yes, a Bill Murray movie. You ass! Has been the subject of many thoughtful, long-form written pieces about life. And my kids got... And I got into a great discussion about it last night, so we'll talk about that later, too. Not the... Well, is the hog already out of the hole? Do we know? Do we know what happened with the... The groundhog. Got a hog in a hole. Rip I him believe out of there. six more weeks of winter is what it was Six announced. more weeks. So that means it did see your shower. I don't yeah. even remember. I couldn't remember when I was a kid. But I was explaining to my kids growing up, because I was a kid for most of Groundhog Day. I lived in Wisconsin. And by February, you were so freaking tired of being in the house in winter. It was it was a story just like anything. I know it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I just I just want any any hope whatsoever that this will be over soon. But, you know, I live in moderate climate now, so it doesn't really make any difference. No, I do remember that desperate longing as a kid. And it's funny because my parents, who are very rational people, I, I think in retrospect, they were trying to balance between my childish excitement and, son, it doesn't matter what the damn rodent sees in eastern Pennsylvania or western wherever it is. It doesn't mean anything. They used to pull the hog out and eat it. You're all a bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> So how does mailbag look for today? Oh, it's quite strong. It's going to take some whipping into shape. Uh, okay. I hope none of us have to see that. You don't want to see sausage made or mailbag. Mm, Two no. ugly situations. A uh, bunch of different stories we can get into. And uh, here's a text line for you. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You are correct, Michael. Punxsutawney Phil did see his shadow and predicted six more weeks of winter. You know, you would have thought with the modern radar and we've all got weather apps that uh, perhaps that would be more accurate. But no, the uh, the rodent still seems to be the leading indicator of uh, climate climatological movements on the planet. Do you want to hear the actual announcement? No. Okay. Not right now. No. At no some point, interest. probably yes. I, why am I an eight-year-old in this scenario, or an idiot, or perhaps an eight-year-old idiot? Uh, I'd like to be there just, for the party back when I drank. I'll bet it's a pretty good party. They get like 30,000 people there, and uh, you know, it <laughs> looks pretty festive. I can drink like a normal person at home, alone, muttering angrily <laughs> in the dark. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Abe Lincoln. Is this a prophecy for our time, Jack? I do not expect the union to be dissolved. I do not expect the house to fall, but I do expect it will cease to be divided. It will become all one thing or the other. Okay. Well, we'll see. Now, that was slave or free. Is this, can the same be said for socialist and free market, for instance? Or free and oppressed? I think that tends to be more of a gradual slide. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure enough. A push back and forth. Mailbag. Woo-hoo! You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Again, that's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Jack, for your information, we received quite a few really interesting emails about policing and police reform and that sort of thing. I thought maybe we'll do a special section on that later on in the show. I would love to hear that. Including from a number of uh, cops, current and former. Moving along, guys, the statistics you talked about, the data on police calls, responses, violence, comparisons, etc. Useful stuff. Would love to see the link. We'll post it at armstrongandgetty.com. I think you can get behind the paywall at the Wall Street Journal, but I'm not sure. It is in today's hot links. Thank you, Michael, at uh, armstrongandgetty.com. Awesome. Moving along. Yes? Yeah, it was from uh, an opinion piece by Jason Riley in the Wall Street Journal. That's where I got the stats. And uh, we now have them on our website. So, yes. 
Speaking of charming festivals involving animals, Eric from Texas writes, Good morning, gentlemen. I don't know what the top story is on MSNBC, but here I'm awaiting an update on the poop contest between Joe and his friend's dogs. I'm on pins and needles over here, which tells you something about how exciting my life is. But seriously, how it's going? How is it going? I, I don't remember. Hoping... I, I, remember uh, I, I remember it happened, but I don't remember the yeah. outlines of this bet. Uh, well, uh, let me first just say I was really hoping everybody would forget about it. Oh, okay. But uh, Judy, my wife, and uh, and the wife of my friend, who I think I named Kyle in the story, uh, got together last night for another reason, and uh, and and his wife is dead serious about getting this going. So I believe the my dog poops more than your dog contest will be beginning Saturday. This is which the... means we will have a result for you Tuesday, probably. So whose dog craps the most? This is the oddest upscale suburban bet I've ever heard. It was so bizarre. Yes. And yes. so grotesque. Both, really, Johnny. Yes. Um, per pound. And I just, I, I, I think I've written a check my dog's hind end can't cash because <laughs> my dog weighs six times what their dog weighs. And so his output has to be that much or more because right. it's all by weight. Um, and I just, <laughs> I think I may have overpromised, and he may underdeliver. But we'll see. I'm going to pay the bet. The bet is the losers buy the dinner, uh, winner's dinner. All right. Uh, moving along. Uh, something more important, which is everything. Uh, oh, here's a request from David. Request for Michael's Friday One More Thing. Uh, guys, you were just talking about this roughly. Joe, remember when you called your son on the air and probably woke him up in his college dorm to inform him that a setting had been turned on and you could read what web pages he currently had open? Yeah. Jack was concerned you gave him a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Calling a college guy to let him know, you know, I can see your web browser history on my phone. It's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> everything you got open, I can just look at. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't love the idea either, frankly. <laughs> Moving along. Uh, I think I'm moving. I'm losing my mind. Writes Anonymous. See if any of y'all can relate to this. In the modern world, I'm in. Uh, hey, hello, Big Freedom and Old Simple Jack. In this modern world, I'm increasingly feeling as though I'm losing my mind. Two conversations as I overheard this week involve global warming being blamed for ice, snow, and cold weather in a typically warm climate, and black people being killed by other black people as evidence of white supremacy. In my circles, I feel like I'm the only person who doesn't think this makes sense. In other news, in my expensive San Francisco Bay Area enclave of two-plus-million-dollar homes, in order to take my two toddlers to the park, I had to walk a gauntlet of mumbling junkies and clean an unidentified white pill and crushed pill residue off of the play structure with baby whites, wipes, among other evidence of adult activities. I'll just leave it there. Ew. Thanks for helping me stay sane in an increasingly insane world. Well, we have a number of stories if we wanted to share with them about just lawlessness, open lawlessness, particularly in uh, some of your blue enclaves like the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm. Uh, let's see. Here's some great political analysis from Nate, frequent writer, seldom read. Uh, there's just one big problem for Ron DeSantis. He's blind. I mean, oh, he's blind. No, I mean, he's fat, LOL. We're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But 
He's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear <laughs> about that coming okay. up. Okay. As we head to the break, I'll look at still the six funny. After all these years, still it's funny. one of the funniest things ever. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she corrects her really weird mistake by saying it again. <laughs> he's gay. Well, I'm sorry. That was really completely wrong. He's gay. No, wait. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Nate says, when's the last time we had a big old giant fat president like Teddy Roosevelt? And don't say Trump because he's very tall and he wears it well. Yeah, DeSantis DeSantis, Ron DeSantis has the face of a fat guy. If he wants to run for president, he needs to lose 50 to 70 pounds over the next year. I did not know Ron DeSantis was fat. I'll have to look into that. He's not thin. We have not had a fat president in quite a very long time. His wife looks like a supermodel. Yeah. So he's he's not fat, he's barrel chested. <laughs> if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. More news on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You guys hear about this? For nearly a week, crews in Australia have been searching for a radioactive capsule smaller than a penny that fell off a truck, and today they finally found it on a remote road. Yeah. Well, now it's a remote road. It used to be a city. Uh, <laughs> I got this text before we get to something important. Hi, guys. My son was born on Groundhog Day. Is it Groundhog Day or Groundhog's Day? Groundhog Day makes more sense, but I feel Groundhog like Day. I feel like I hear Groundhog's Day and say Groundhog's Day a lot. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. um, 
My son was born on Groundhog Day, so I took him to Puxatani in 1994 for his 10th birthday. Thousands of drunk college students. Definitely a day to remember. It does look quite quite the party, <laughs> but it's pretty fun. Uh, what did a 10-year-old make of thousands of drunk college students, I wonder? 10 seems like maybe the worst age. For, eh, maybe, I don't know. A little younger, you still enjoy the whole animal thing. Maybe 10 still. A little, a little uh, you know, older, you're just part of the drunken party. In between, I think you'd just be mystified as to what's going on here. I would not bring my 15-year-old there. Correct. Unless they were of a particular personality type or, uh, you know, especially interested in rodents. Uh, the, the, I will get to the importance of the movie Groundhog Day a little bit later. I dug up some of my favorite writings about it, having watched the movie with my kids last night. Um, we mentioned this yesterday, and I've got more to add to it today, and I think it's everybody should know it. And it's a stunning change in uh, well, all of American society. Objectivity has got to go, say leading journalists in America. This is written by Jonathan Turley. It's on his website, law professor, George Washington University. We previously discussed the movement in journalism schools to get rid of principles of objectivity in journalism, which was really like the guiding principle my whole life, or at least it was supposed to be. Well, that was, yeah, the one indispensable principle. Advocacy journalism is the new touchstone in the media, even as polls show that the trust in the media is plummeting, which is an excellent point. It doesn't seem people don't seem to be liking it that much. Anyway, now former executive editor for The Washington Post and former CBS News president have released the results of their interviews with over 75 media leaders and concluded that objectivity is now considered reactionary and even harmful by the most important voices in all of media. Boy, this is so Maoist. It's unbelievable. Uh, Quoting the current editor-in-chief from the San Francisco Chronicle, objectivity has got to go. So you've got that. Uh, you got the Columbia Journalism uh, Dean decrying how the First Amendment right to freedom of speech has been weaponized to protect disinformation and, you know, all these different things. Sure. Yeah. Boy, that you're really name checking the big uh, the big uh, folks that we've identified through the last several years. is just utterly biased. Well, now they're admitting it and claiming it's necessary. Mm -hmm. It's necessary for the country to function. Wow. You're allegedly smart. Yeah. (sighs) Okay, anyway, so leading to this, this just came out yesterday. Bob Woodward, maybe the most respected political journalist in American in America now, maybe of all time, he said the Washington Post reporters ignored his steel dossier warnings, dossier warnings uh, back in the day. So Bob Woodward says he tried to warn the Washington Post about the infamous discredited steel dossier at the time when the Russiagate coverage first took off, but they weren't interested, he said. Uh, he was interviewed for this Columbia Journalism Review report, which is factoring into the whole objectivity thing has got to go story that's out and about now. Um, in your interview, the 79-year-old reporter Bob Woodward recalled how he was quick to slam the largely discredited Trump dossier when it was first published in 2017. Woodward had dismissed the files, which were funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign and compiled by Christopher Steele, we all know that story, as a garbage document. We played that clip a whole bunch of times. I've mentioned that a gazillion times over the last five, six years, however long that was. And he did that on a Fox appearance. He then reached out to unnamed Washington Post reporters that were involved, but claims they had no interest in his criticism or uh, 
view of the document they're using. After his remarks on Fox, Woodward said he reached out to people who covered this at the paper um, to explain why he was being so critical. Asked how they reacted. Woodward said, to be honest, there was a lack of curiosity on the part of the people at the Washington Post about what I had to say. And I and uh, I accepted that and I didn't force it on anyone. Woodward also lashed out at the general media coverage surrounding Russiagate, saying it wasn't handled well and that he thought viewers and readers had been cheated by the media. He urged newsrooms to walk down the painful road of introspection. So Bob <laughs> Woodward. Next exit, the painful road of introspection. <laughs> Does it, do they have a restroom? Because that's what I need. Um, Bob freaking Woodward. Now, one of the things with him, if you've been following this for years, is he, he, he writes about every president. And so when he writes about a Democrat, uh, Republicans love it, and Democrats claim he's a, a fraud. And then when he writes about a Republican... Democrats love it and Republicans claim he's a fraud. That's right. been his entire career. But anyway, so he's saying that that whole incident was based on crap. They 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 lied to people claiming they had all this stuff and they didn't and they they should look at themselves and apologize. Of course that's not going to happen, but No. No, indeed. I don't know I what I don't know what else you need to know about this story. It's just it's one of the, it's one of the craziest things that's happened in the last half century or longer. The the country was obsessed with this, Donald, who knows what Donald Trump's presidency would have been like if he hadn't been fighting that every single day for months before he even was sworn in? Yeah, well, that's a, that's an interesting thought exercise and, and a good one. I, I just getting back to the, the main thread of the thing. It's clear that this is one of those ideas that are so bad only an intellectual could have them or an allegedly smart person, as you were pointing out. They they think they in journalism think well okay, we have this reputation, we have this readership, this uh, clickership. What do you what do you call the uh, you know subscribers to a web website, whatever? Uh, we have this, and now we the most important thing we can do is convince them of what we believe. So we're going to abandon any sort of objectivity and just fashion the facts to fit the narrative and do a whole bunch of convincing. Well, what they're missing is that their legacy organizations have built their reputations over decades of pretty good objectivity and that they're giving that away. And once they've lost that, it will be incredibly difficult to regain it. So they will be preaching to a very, very small choir very, very soon. Objectivity is slow. It's difficult, and it it's harder to convince people when, yeah, there are complicating facts on the other side, but you've got to just gut it out and do that hard work if you're a journalist. Well, that, that idea has been abandoned in fever of the quick and easy. Well, the awfulness of it seems would seem to build upon itself to me. So if objectivity is, is bad and going out the window, well, then you have decided that, well, we're in a battle with the other side, using my finger quotes, to shape the nation. And so not only are you going to have stories that, you know, shade a story a certain way, if you're coming from the premise that we're in a battle for what this country is going to become, oh, my God, you can go way beyond shading a story to leaving out the key facts or making up key facts, obviously. Well, people send us crap all the time. They they have their favorite websites. It doesn't occur to them to check them out or they just don't have a good sense of they don't have a good crap detector. Um, and they're just ridiculous stories. They're clearly made up, um, and I ignore them. But uh, if you're going to base not only a story, but years' worth of narrative on the freaking Steele dossier, 
I mean, that's the sort of thing somebody would send us, and I would look at and look at the source and all and, and say, I'm not going with that. I'm not going to talk about right. that on the air no. because I don't no. particularly l- l- want to look like a lying ass. No, if somebody but had... The, s- a Washington Post was fine with that, according to Bob Woodward. Right. Yeah, it's it's really troubling. Now, uh, the media has been so biased for so long, you know, a lot of you might be saying what's new, but the fact that, man, the Washington Post, the San Francisco Chronicle, Columbia School of Journalism, all these outlets are just saying, no, 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 objectivity is, is not only is that not our goal, that's a bad thing. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And then so we get the government we deserve. Do we get the media we deserve? Is that what most people want? I get the sense that that's what most people want. Remember when um, our producer Sean said about a friend of his who was a a, a, a super Trump hater, how she'd say, I just want to come home at the end of a long day of working and turn on the TV and see some anti-Trump story. That was relaxing for her. And I mm-hmm. think that there's a you know a lot of people on both sides that feel that way. I just want to flip on my news. I don't want to be challenged or for it to be complicated or think, you know, maybe this, maybe that. Ooh, my side did something. People don't want that. I just want the comfort of I my side is completely right and the other side's completely evil. It's just relaxing. It's easy. That might be what most people want. That might well, be what practically judging, everybody wants. Judging by the complexion of talk radio, I'd suggest, uh, you know, on the one side and cable news on the other. Yeah, that's what people want. Well, and we're stupid idiots <laughs> not to be providing that. Well, media is a for-profit business most yeah. of the time, so you can't blame them for providing what people want. Yeah, interesting. We're getting the media we deserve. The uh, the only part that I think is kind of between that uh, acceptance and kind of my moral outrage that continues is that you have a huge percentage of the American public that doesn't yet realize that's what's going on. They didn't read Jonathan Turley's description of the Columbia School of Journalism dudes, quote. They're utterly unaware of it. So they go to a 60 Minutes, for instance. They go to a Washington Post or CBS Evening News or something and think, all right, now these are journalists who are doing their, their very, very best to, uh, to bring me the straight story. Now, they'll figure it out eventually, but, you know, for now, there are a lot of people getting duped. Well, we got to hearken back to this on a regular basis whenever we're talking about various news stories and complaining about them. I mean, it is now the at the very highest levels of journalism Yeah, where they teach this sort of thing. In gazillion-dollar schools. Yeah, it used to be that, you know, people would be biased because of their worldview, just the way they saw the world. And and they would have more enthusiasm for these facts than these facts. And they would, since they didn't like these facts over here, they'd look into them really rigorously to make sure they're true. These facts, on the other hand, they would just accept because just emotionally, the kind of people who tend to be journalists do that and that's the bias but they swore they're being objective they're just bad at it but now they've just abandoned that pretense whatsoever and say objective objective you're a reaction you're a counter-revolutionary you're a fascist you're a racist you're a, a transphobe you're a whatever and of course the problem with it is you've got journalists uh, journalists sometimes you know in their early 20s that are making the decision, clearly, what's the right side and what's the wrong side of this story. So you're making that decision, are you? Well, that's yeah. something. And they're a little more than children. Yeah. You child. You know what? <laughs> this next clip is only 13 seconds long. Let's do it, Michael. I see a shadow on my stage. And so, 
No matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. Oh, boom! Kill the groundhog! Kill the dude! <laughs> Barbaric! Oh the draw and quarter the mayor. Oh, it was ugly. Oh, it was ugly. My. Stonings. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. They had the guy Skinning. Re- mm. <laughs> the guy who reads the parchment buried up to his waist. It was horrible. You, shouldn't, you don't want to see the, the video. Too dark. Um, no, I was just looking at the groundhog. I think it's the first time I've ever seen it that close. It's very cute. What a cute oh, yeah. little beast. That's a cuddly enough beast. Yeah, sure. absolutely yeah, fantastic. Tear your face off if you, you know, <laughs> threatened it. Because but... <laughs> winter's so long and whatnot. Um, yeah, we need to look into a couple of different military things at some point in the show. Uh, opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal today about how Trump's the only candidate out there that's going to keep us from World War III. And um, I think that's a growing sentiment on the right. Yeah, okay, let's stay out of World War III. I can go with. Trump's the only guy that can accomplish that? That's ridiculous. All right. That was Joe Getty who said that. Um, uh, it's like saying somebody's the only guy who can, uh, you know, improve our relations with France or the only guy that can fix the economy or the only guy that can get us to Mars. It's, 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 stop it with that. With the freaking hero worship. It's sick. That's not American. And the growing topic of is Ron DeSantis fat or not? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Turns out, if you're looking for love, all you need to do is go to Home Depot at 8.30 in the morning on a Wednesday. They're there. Literally everywhere. I am the only woman in that entire store. So ladies, if you're struggling to find love, grab yourself a cup of coffee, throw on some mascara, and head to Home Depot at 8.30 on a Wednesday. There you go. That's a decent tip from that woman. If you're a mm. single woman and you need some, you know, you need some hooks to hang some paintings in your apartment. Time to buy them. 8.30 Wednesday morning before you go to work. Full of guys. Guys everywhere. And a funny thing about Home Depot, I just learned this the other day. A female acquaintance of mine saying to me, because I, I mentioned Home Depot and how you can't ever find any help, you know. I go to Ace Hardware if I need anybody to help me with anything. Home Depot, you know, 
If I know what I want, it's fine. But if I need any, if I have any questions, she said, I don't have that problem. I've never had that problem. I thought, ah, right, <laughs> right. It's a guy thing. If right. you're a woman, all of a sudden there's like 10 young dudes, strapping dudes who are willing to answer any of your questions at length, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> funny, funny. It never even occurred to me. Now, to introduce a bitter note into the proceedings, of course, as a woman, you go to the Home Depot at 830 on a Wednesday morning and you find a strapping young man. But then you realize that he is a blue collar guy, makes a living with his hands, whatever. He doesn't have a college degree. And according to the numbers, you reject him for that reason. Well, that would be stupid. And may you be lonely the rest of your life. (laughs) That's a little harsh. I don't think so. Netflix made an announcement. They're cracking down on password sharing. I think I know of three people that use my Netflix password. It's just kind wow. of spread somehow. Um, if you travel, for one thing, they're going to really crack down on your home and extra. And then if you travel, the workaround Netflix is providing, you need to request a temporary code for a hotel, smart TVs, company laptops, and more for a seven consecutive day password if you're on the road. Hmm. Uh, the response to that has not been good, including uh, I'm just Diane who tweeted, I will 100% cancel Netflix before I request a temporary code good for seven days every time I travel. Um, my, my YouTube TV automatically does it. They just say, hey, we see you're out of town. Is this temporary? And I click yes, and they let me access my stuff. So hmm. I don't know if Netflix will figure that out or not. Um, and I came across this. This is a, uh, this is a, a thought experiment. You get a choice between a red pill and a blue pill. What are the two different pills? The red pill, you restart your life at age six years of age with all the knowledge you have now. <laughs> so you okay. know everything you know now, and you start back over at six. That's a lot for a six-year-old to handle. The blue- I mean, the sex stuff alone well, would be devastating. Yeah, but you have all of the knowledge, so it's not going to be devastating. You've got oh, okay. the full you right now, your brain you're just As a six-year-old. You get I'm going to start be a weird six. little kid. Okay, go on. Do you want that? Hmm. Or do you just want $10 million in cash? You get to choose between the two. <laughs> I think oh, with the idea didn't being... didn't see that coming. <laughs> I, think, I think with the idea being, man, I think I could really do well in the world. <sighs> Knowing what I know now, starting from age six. Navigating everything about life. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking the cash. <laughs> it's not even a question. It'd be pretty yeah, fun, I, though. It'd be pretty damn fun and challenging. Of course, you don't need fun and challenging. If you have $10 million, you just have fun. Right. Fun with no challenges. My only challenge is, what shall I buy next? <laughs> no, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't want to come off as high-handed or make anybody feel bad or anything like that, but my life has turned out pretty well. All things considered, especially because I can certainly be a moron as much as anybody. So, yeah, I got a pretty good life. I don't want to I don't want to restart it. It's you know, there's an there's a joke on the golf course where, you know, you'll hit a pretty damn good shot and you'll make some comment about it not being that great. And one of your guys will say, I'll let you take it again if you want. In other words, you're not going to do better than that. Mm. So if somebody said you want your life over, I'd say, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm life. on the green. Good enough. Yeah. Do you get energy again? Because life is exhausting. I just don't think I have oh. the energy to do it again. Anyway, um, uh, we're getting some new bases in the Philippines to try to take on China if we have to, among other things, for hour two. If you missed an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.